Welcome to the Motive Podcast, where we want to help you solve life's hardest problems and like the way you feel. I'm Shaden. I'm an anxiety relationship and addiction therapist, and I'm here with my amazing co-host, Bree, who knows something expert on just about anything. Okay, so before we get started on our topic today, just want to remind all of you listeners out there, or thank you, I guess, and then remind you, we'd love to hear from you. So if you want to leave us a review and go on and rate us, it helps other people to be able to see us. It makes us more visible, and it also gives us some feedback so we can see what you think and yep. see what you love about the podcast. Yep. Okay. And you're always welcome to email us questions, too. If yeah. there's a specific question you have, just throw us an email. It's shaden at motive.org. And, uh, love or on our Instagram. You. Our yeah, Instagram is motiveacademy, M-O-T-Y-V academy and you can also dm us there and send us some questions we love it when people send us questions they want to hear totally answers to okay so today we're going to talk about something i think this is fun we're gonna talk about add oh yeah why do i think this is fun my 15 year old's listening (laughs) (laughs) yeah i love me some add i love it okay so shaden got a question then what is add and what's something that we can do to manage it I think ADD is a little misunderstood too. Yeah. The more I get to know about it, the more I think people think that it's something that is the kid that's bouncing off the walls crazy and hyper energetic and yeah. I, I don't know that that's completely correct. That's like, in my opinion, and and in Daniel Amons, you're gonna hear me say his name a lot. Oh, he's a he, good one. He's an ADD, in my opinion, an expert. Some people don't agree with him. I do. Uh, I agree with him very, very much. That would be one of seven types of ADD. Really? Mm-hmm. And that's what like, I seven agree different types I agree of with you a lot that there's, there's mm-hmm. a misunderstanding because Mr. Old Shaden here decided to get diagnosed with ADD only about <laughs> a year and a half ago, oh. you know, and I had, I, I would have never known uh-huh. really. And I had this, I, I honestly, I, uh, God kind of just showed me in a way that was really neat, but I I was able to meet somebody else and a a mom was able to help me to, she told me to read this book that would help me to understand her son. Mm -hmm. And I read it and it's called Healing ADD. And I read it for him. Uh And I realized it was you. Holy moly. This is me. (laughs) It's funny because in all the years I've known you, I would have never thought that. Yeah. And hey, I've known me too for a long time. (laughs) I didn't know it either. But it's so... I guess I'll share a little bit of the story. So I read the book, and so that there's these uh, there's these clinics all over the country called the Amen Clinics, and they what they do is they you you go in, you do a full scale assessment of your life history, a lot of head injury stuff. Uh, get into I don't have a ton of head head injuries, but they 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 ex, they want to look at that extensively, and they believe that everybody every other medical field scans the organ that's that could be having a hard time. So why doesn't psychiatry? Yeah, and so they scan the brain. And I've listened to some of his stuff. It's fascinating. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. And so I was, I had the the blessed opportunity to go uh, with someone, and we were able to. Uh, so what they do is, it's a three day thing, and we we the first day we had our brain scanned after we had done this twenty minute straight focus game, mm-hmm. you know, where we had to do all these. I don't know, this computer game, and you had to hit the space bar every... I remember how anxious, like, oh, all right. Gosh. Every, it was like, hit the space bar with this and don't hit it with this. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna, they're going to think I'm... You know. So I I did that. Wait, I it, don't have ADD, and that would make me crazy. <laughs> and he, So immediately, we did the test, and then I had an IV in me already, and they laid me down on this table. Really? And I, yeah, and they did it. It's called a SPECT scan, huh. and it shows blood flow really well. And 
So then, was it like um, an MRI? Just kind so of. people can visualize. Uh-huh. Yeah, basically. It's, okay, it's like with that. contrast. So you have uh-huh. an IV. I've mm-hmm. had several brain MRIs. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you have. I have. We'll have to tell that story another day. And so um, then the okay. next day, next day we show up and I sit in this lazy boy recliner for 20 minutes with like tranquil music just totally relaxed no like the place is dead silent no stimulation at all you turn your phones off interesting 20 minutes straight of nothing and then they they like walk you very slowly over to the table (laughs) and lay you down and and the the brain scan thing is not you know it's not no claustrophobia it's not like invasive that way just kind of it's like a halo around your head Mm -hmm. and they scan my brain and and yeah what they found is that i am a teenager permanently (laughs) And in other words, my limbic system, which is in charge of a lot of uh, our emotions, our connection, empathy, uh-huh. uh, anxiety, uh, creativity, entrepreneurship, exploration, that type of stuff. White, when it's white, that shows maximum blood flow. Mm-hmm. And at focus, my brain was white, my limbic system. Hmm. And at rest, it was almost all white. <laughs> <laughs> So it never shuts off. It never shuts off. And (laughs) hence why I do not sleep well. I do. I lay down and I, I'm always, if if I'm not paying attention to something, then I am, I am totally dreaming like all the time. I am daydreaming of my business. I'm daydreaming of where we're going to cheat. Yeah. That is why Bree is (laughs) here is to keep me (laughs) on the floor. People ask me all the time. What do you what what do you what do you do? And I'm like, my job is to keep Shaden L to the ground. (laughs) Yep. Don't let him float away. It's a it's a genius you, I've combo. I've never told you that. I really do tell people that. Uh, please do. I have no shame in it. I have no shame. That's why we work well together. Yep. I will say I had a very spiritual experience that day when I when the guy the doctor who's an amazing guy he uh, he he was he had these scans in front of me and he was showing me my you know at focus brain and then at my 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 brain at at rest and he was showing me how at rest my frontal lobe goes down and this kind of answers your question too about what is ADD. Because he said, you know, ADD is a dopamine deficiency. That's what it is. So do- dopamine is the kind of the brake fluid, the, the, the I, would, I would say just the oil, too, of the brain. It just helps everything regulate it. It's what keeps mm-hmm. things well. It's, 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 it's part of p- dopamine is a, is a neurotransmitter with, that helps with pleasure and, and feeling good. And, and uh, so when it's deficient, your brain is just always going. So he said, you have this Corvette engine <laughs> and you have bicycle brakes is, oh, is, is what he told me. And yeah. I said... And it was neat because spiritually, I felt this forgiveness come over me <laughs> that changed my life. Could be, and have I shared this with you? Mm, it a tiny bit, but not really. I had this forgiveness come over of just like, like just honestly, a prompting inside of saying, "This is why I've always forgiven you." <laughs> this is I, and I just felt this love of like, yeah, from Heavenly Father, like you're my son. I know your mind. I know how your brain works, and I know why you go zero to a hundred and why the <laughs> like stopping is difficult and yeah because i had had shame in my life over over just my even like bluntness i was a, always the blunt kid and i still i now have a career which is actually going to go into what we're talking about is <laughs> using your add for the gift that it is yeah is huge but um i had i i was never okay with how my differences that i was socially mm-hmm. and i i would hold myself back a lot and so that's one of the that's one of the bigger issues with ADD that with people younger especially younger kids who maybe are are undiagnosed or misdiagnosed or whatever or that just don't understand what it is they the the amount of shame that can build up in them can be quite immense 
actually yeah. because they just makes sense they don't know and, and not to mention if the part of their brain like my limbic system is big time part about my emotions can override my my cognition mm-hmm. they can my emotions can be what i say they can become my holy ghost rather than just emotions they mm-hmm. become like literal doctrine that if i feel stupid then i must be stupid huh. if Interesting. i you know if i feel weak then i must be weak Interesting. because they're so stinking powerful and uh so doing the work to know the difference between thoughts and emotion and what's truth and what's just something that's felt and where emotions come from which has a lot to do with the course that we're building is uh it's it's imperative it's essential has to happen interesting so that's my little story of so now it's neat because i get to treat it and do what I, i i know and we can talk about that too if we need to but um add at its core is a is an is it a dopamine deficiency which is why it can lead to impulsive behaviors and making any situation a little bit more fun, uh, exciting, difficult, contentious. Yeah. All of those types of things start to happen because it makes my brain feel good. Hmm. It's like, Oh, this isn't boring. Yeah. Now we're fighting a little bit. Now it's getting good. (laughs) Now we're, now it's like, you know, we're, we're heading, we're doing something. It's gotta be excited. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. That makes sense. Does it? Yeah. And you're not that way. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but I do have, you know, people in my life that I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and the more I learn about it, the more it makes sense and helps me. So I guess then if I'm listening and I'm, yeah, I'm I'm sitting here thinking, okay, either I do or I don't. But, I, and I've noticed that this is something that, gosh, a huge percentage of your clients, if we were to pick one thing from their charts that are all in common uh-huh. it would be this or that people call in and say i think i have add yeah so what are some tips do you have any tips then for people who have add like they know they have it yeah or they think they do mm-hmm. what are some tips of how they can okay more efficiently deal with it in their life or i don't know if that's the right way to say it but yeah just figure it out yeah like, use it because i think that in our <laughs> culture a lot of us um <clears throat> And especially when my older kids were littler, that it was, you know, almost like a shameful thing. Like, oh, your child has ADD. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, then do you have an IEP at school? And do you have a this and, you know, I don't know if people know what that is. But, you know, do you have a plan for them? And are they on medication? And are they doing this? You know, I've even, it's funny because I think the more I learn about it, the more I can recognize that, yes, one of my children does probably have some ADD. And it's funny, he, um, one of his teachers, (laughs) this is terrible, I'm not trying to rat this person out, but as a parent, you know, just thinking of how this affects you. Um, I had a teacher say to me about my 12 year old, I sure hope he can figure some things out so he can actually be successful in life someday. And I was oh, like, Oh man, he's 12. Did you just say that about my 12 year old? That would <laughs> you not have I mean? gone well at my home. Yeah. So I just ignored it, but it was the last day of school and I walked away. Yeah. Um, but so then if we're listening, you know, for listeners, how then do they, deal with that because I don't think it's a shameful thing. I don't think, I think I like what you said that it's a gift. It is. You know, that we take these things that we have, whether that's anxiety or depression or ADD or these emotional struggles that we have and we use them almost like a superpower that they can be mm-hmm. because there can be the negative and there can be the positive. Yeah. So if we learn to harness the positive, we can use it for so much good. Yeah. So I'm not an absolute expert. I would not consider myself an expert in ADD, although I would say I've read quite a bit. 
mm-hmm. and Edward Hallowell has books called Driven to Distraction. He kind of has like a whole series on distraction. He's a great, great author on it. Mm-hmm. Edward Hallowell is his name. And then Daniel Amen, uh, his last name is spelled like Amen to a prayer. Mm-hmm. He's got all sorts of literature. And uh, just in reading them, though, I, I would say that I've become a lot more knowledgeable uh, than I was even, that's for sure, like two years ago. Yeah. And so... So do you have some suggestions yeah, the suggest- for people? Yeah. So the, mm-hmm. the suggestions for people who have a child with it or that are that maybe even are thinking maybe I do have some ADD is number one for me is creative outlet. Um, I think ADD is a gift in almost every type of diagnosis you could call it mm-hmm. um, that needs a focused and, and needs a and needs a focused creative outlet because just because somebody has ADD doesn't mean they can't focus. It means yeah. they only want to, it really has a lot to do with I have to find that thing that generates enough dopamine in my brain that says I love this. Yeah. And when that happens, now we can now we can actually get into maybe some genius type stuff. Yeah. And so so for me, I've I floated around a couple jobs out of grad school and as a therapist working for somebody else, it was a great opportunity. I learned a lot. There were many amazing mentors that came through those experiences. But I just knew I wasn't happy. I yeah. couldn't I couldn't do I couldn't play my cards the way I wanted to play them and and so as I as I quit and began my private practice, my office and if anybody's been in here, and and what we're building, what we're doing with Motive Academy, it's without that I think I w- there would be such a loss for me because it's my creative outlet. Yeah, that makes and, sense. And I can look at times in my life when I've been depressed and down, and it's it's when I I haven't had that. I've yeah. just been kind of robotic. And so some people can. Some people love to have a nine to five and just very predictable. Like they just know how things are going to be all the time. For me, I get to change. I get to change topics every hour yeah. of my day. And some people are like, "How do you do that?" And my honest question is, I don't know how I couldn't. Yeah, that makes sense. I get to change it up all the time, and it keeps my brain very focused mm-hmm. on what's going on. So helping people, helping your kids, helping yourself have a creative outlet will up your mood a lot. So, question then: a creative outlet. So you're talking as far as your career choices and things. Does it have to be? I guess, do you feel like there have to be parameters to it? Mm-mm. So, for example, my uh, one of my children, his creative outlet is skiing in the wintertime. Because otherwise, it's a little hard for him to get through the winter and to get through school. And he starts to get a little of that seasonal depression because he's like, I cannot, I've got, you know, it's become too tedious. So, he is an avid skier. You know, we live by Snow Basin here in Utah. Thankfully, we're 20 minutes That's from awesome great snow and he absolutely loves to ski so for him it's a big deal for us too you know it's funny I've had people ask me uh, one time I dropped him off and the the guy kind of directing traffic said do you do this every week and I said yeah and he said do you not stay and I said no I don't stay <laughs> you know and I do love skiing but because of my neck injury um that I have I just it's not safe for me right now and, and so we kind of talked about it and he turned to my son and said, do you realize what your mom does for you? And I said, no. And he was like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and anyway, but for us, that small chunk of money is almost like th- therapy for him because I know huh. that if I can haul him up to the ski resort every Saturday or any other day in between, yeah, he is so much better. Yeah. The other thing there's a, so does it have to be, that's why I guess I'm asking, sorry, get back to the question no, is. Good. Any creative outlet. Yeah. Anything anything that gets you into a place where you're 
you feel like you're like kind of time is gone mm-hmm. and it's just you're just in a moment that you like in a moment that, that you get to just be so for him it's athletics there. swim mm-hmm. team skiing things like that for you it's working and on this yep passion of yours and what we're creating yep okay well not and here's the other cool part is so active being active uh having like any type of aerobic exercise is crucial mm-hmm. so when you look at my brain scans they look like if in, in any in almost anybody's brain will look like a golf ball mm-hmm. it has all these like dimples in it mm-hmm. and a very a very healthy brain will not have that oh interesting because what that represents is very is, is solid blood flow mm-hmm. it wouldn't surprise me if you looked at like cross-country runners marathoners it'd be interesting to see what their brain looks like because yeah. i would imagine it's quite smooth yeah just the amount of oxygen and blood flow they got going through their brain all the time with how much they run their 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 brain their vessels in there are wide open yeah that's right? an interesting thought and so anytime so when he's skiing that's going to up his cardiovascular stuff mm-hmm. his brain's going to have more oxygen to it and that creates that bit of that high if you will mm-hmm. that just is a healthy a healthy high that makes you feel really good because you have all this oxygen flow so as opposed to sitting in class yeah where your oxygen hits the ground yeah. And you're like, oh my goodness, this is so boring. So I think learning to balance that though, how do you not let that then take over your life? True. Because that's a, I mean, a whole other topic on ADD, which we need to do, which is addiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, ADD, ADD is part of addiction so many, so often is mm-hmm. that it's, that's where things take over because you, your brain wants that dopamine so much. So what you have to do is you have to figure out how to give yourself, how to, how to increase the amount of dopamine that you can in your brain as best as possible. Okay. Okay. So that is done for me by supplements. So Mm -hmm. there's, uh, there's a, there's a supplement I take called, uh, NeuroLink. It's Mm -hmm. one word, but Daniel Amen has his own supplement line that I, I like. I mean, he's a good businessman too. He's making money, Mm -hmm. but it's, uh, it has a lot of the baseline amino acids that are needed by the body to create dopamine naturally. And so like L-tyrosine, vitamin B6, GABA, 5-HTP, and uh, a couple others. And and so just in taking it, it helps helps to build that. Yeah. Uh, Medication can be used as well to help. What about vitamin D? Vitamin D I take every day. Okay. That's something I've heard people talk about a lot. Um, And then fish oils. So the other thing is if my Corvette engine uh, runs, it needs more gasoline than a Civic. Mm -hmm. And that gasoline is called fat. And so the brain needs, it needs fat. It needs a lot of it. Our brain is 60% fat. And so most ADD kids, especially are, are running lean. They're, they're probably maybe 50%. Hmm. I know I was for sure. On fat, uh-huh. good fats. Uh-huh. And so then it creates a bunch of cravings. Hmm. So now, now it's eating a bunch of junk food, a bunch of crappy food because my brain is just like, it's needing stuff. Yeah. So it packs on the, the crappy calories into my belly and it uses the other stuff for the brain. Interesting. So the one of the greatest things my doctor said to me about my brain was your brain will get what it, it it'll get what it needs yeah and so if, if you don't choose to give it to it it'll go find it huh. and that changed me a lot of of realizing i need to give my brain and not focus so much on add but focus on brain health mm-hmm. and um and and so fish oils i take twice a day i take the i take double the amount that i get just the costco brand big yeah. old bottle at costco and i take two in the morning and two in the afternoon in fact, I forgot this morning. Wouldn't be a bad idea. But I, I can feel it at times. Not that supplements supplements aren't medication, but there's times I know it's like I I'm, yeah. I, I can just tell I'm running lean. It's like the 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 casing on my charger cord is cracked. 
Yeah. You can, you can just tell. Oh, yeah. I agree with you there. That's something we've started. We've always been really big on healthy eating, but I guess I didn't understand the impact that supplements could have until, uh, you know, one of my children was diagnosed with an autoimmune condition. Mm-hmm. And then it became necessary. Yeah. Because we didn't want to medicate her. Yeah. You know, and technically she doesn't qualify for a medication anyway at this point, but she needs, you know, the, what the supplements give her. Yeah. And it's a huge difference. So, and Daniel Amen has a website called brainmd.com. Mm-hmm. And if any listeners just really curious, you can get on there and he's got an entire supplement line. I take a brain probiotic as well. It's a gut, it's a gut probiotic, which I do think is important. Yeah. Take care of your gut. And then, but it also has some influence in my brain. Maybe I'm just being hosed by him. I don't know, but (laughs) but I I do like it. And then, no, I think that they're important. And then I, and I'll be, I'll be open like there. And then I do take a medication as needed Mm -hmm. and it, and it, that a stimulant medication can help, um, allow your brain to release the dopamine that's available mm-hmm. um, because for me it just doesn't release very well naturally yeah and so that allows me to actually focus and to stay grounded <laughs> yeah and uh, maybe I should start calling it my brie my brie <laughs> pill <laughs> but it's 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 it's, it's okay and uh, it's something that it's it helps to regulate a lot better than just trying to to force it and to try to you know I think for a while I was I was afraid to take a medication more so I wanted to prove to myself I could do it but yeah the consequences of being a like a, a dad that I didn't want to be yeah was like no I gotta I gotta figure this out and and it's getting more and more where I I don't even I don't use it quite as often because I'm taking care of myself better yeah so diet exercise I know it seems classic but but that is truly the answer to so many things though yep so let's go through then we have so finding a creative outlet well, I think awareness first of all Awareness for having sure. That awareness. You gotta read about it. Yeah. And then having a creative outlet and having a healthy boundary with that creative outlet, right? So it doesn't mm-hmm. become something that takes over. Yep. And then supplementing, watching your diet, any other tips that you would give people? Just aerobic, like waking yourself up, you know. I the COVID has really done a, a number on my routine as it has I think yeah. literally like a hundred percent of people's routine yeah. has been messed up. And so that my routine that was going well in the morning was 5.30 in the morning up to the gym at my office by 7 and I was fully awake. My Mm -hmm. central nervous system was completely up and going. And when I wake up in the morning and don't do a lot, it's like it it just takes a while for that motor to get going Mm -hmm. because it takes it forever to shut down. Yeah. And that's how it is. And 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 if you have a child who struggles to fall asleep, it's very likely that they could could be going through that. So, um, yeah, one other thing to add to it is cutting caffeine. Uh, difficult thing for a lot of people to do, but caffeine it uh, it restricts or uh, makes your I don't know what the, the terminology medical terminology is, but this basically clo- it it closes your vessels, your yeah. blood vessels in your brain, so that's why you get that ex- like more focus, mm-hmm. and then you have a drop off, hmm. and so the more that I cut caffeine, just the better my brain functions. It allows my vessels to open up better. Interesting. So that makes sense. That's anyway. why people take it for headaches. I know that was a lot, kind of a shotgun shotgun <laughs> there, but it, our topic was kind of broad about what is ADD and what's something you can do to manage it. Yeah, but I think so. those are good, helpful tips for people, and I think just bringing some more awareness. And I think from, because uh, I know this as a parent, and, and I deal with the school end of it and the child end of it, you know, that just bringing that awareness and acceptance that it's, yeah, you know. Absolutely. It's not the end of the world. Yep. Cool. All well, right. Cool. Thanks again for listening. I hope that helped you solve another of life's hardest problems. Okay. Talk to you later.